When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And friends in the morning, 77 WABC. This as Hollywood actors are preparing to go on strike. We're coming home last night late, close to midnight, from this red carpet premiere for Gravesend season two, which is really outstanding. I mean, it is great. And my son Gabe is in the back seat playing DJ, and he loves this song. So to me and Danielle, this is Depeche Mode. He starts playing it at about 11:30. What do I do? I text. Lou Rafino. That was a late text last night. That wasn't a Lucky Saturday him. morning, you know, yacht rock. Lucky. <laughs> yeah. You love this song too, though, right? I actually, I looked at the time and I thought, was this 10 minutes ago? Because I just woke up. <laughs> yeah. And I looked at it and I thought, what? 10.57 yes. or something. 11 o'clock, yeah. yeah. I slept for two hours and 45 minutes last night and the show's been great. I mean... George Grasso, Curtis Sliwa, Andrew Giuliani, all great, great music, great conversation. Just a great show. Every day, every day, this is a great show, the best show in New York. Anybody who argues is a dick. I'm not going to be awake uh, Saturday morning at 9 o'clock when you want to call me, so don't. Well, I'm, not, uh, ne- I'm off the next four days. I'm not going to call you until like probably Monday. You texted me yesterday with a guest you booked for Wednesday. I did. Wednesday. Yeah, well, that's Roger Stone. He won't leave me alone. Okay. Well, he's a great guest, but I'm just He's saying. a great guest. In fact, I gave him another hour, I think, on Sunday. Oh, I don't know. I Giuliani, don't know. two to three, and Stone, three to five. Okay, listen. Audio dollars on the phone. Great uh, fame defense attorney. He reached out to me yesterday, and I wanted to bring him on anyway about this uh, SCOTUS decision. But Audie's got a bigger problem, and that is that Idala, while he's a great attorney and wins most of the time, doesn't win every time. Nobody does. Well, he's representing Bill de Blasio. The bad news for him is is that my beautiful wife, Danielle, she's on the other side. I'm not going to tell him exactly specifically where, but um, she's going to make his life miserable. How do you feel about that, Artie? 
Well, <clears throat> this is what I'm going to say. You know who's going to disagree with you about having the best show on radio? Who? Curtis Sliwa. No, he won't. He admits. He yeah, admits. Yeah. No, no, he's no, no, say no. He's the greatest no, no, of all no, time. No, he admits every day that this is the big one. So I know you, you and Curtis have your back and forth issues, and he's mad. Oh, he's, I love Curtis. We made no. out the other night. You know, he, he doesn't tell you he swings that way a little bit, but he <laughs> yeah. does. Just that, that's why he attacks me. It's it's to, it's to throw off the scent. But he really is in love with me. Really passionate. Well, no, the truth me. is, he hasn't it, loved anyone like me since Lisa Sliwa. Well, I don't know about that. But if he does attack you, that means he likes you. That's where people get confused. Yeah, it's kind of a funny uh, thing. But believe me, yeah. I am very well aware. So, of so it. before we get to, to the SCOTUS decision, tell me. I know you're friends with the Blasio for years. I don't care. I when I say I love you, I legitimately love you. I don't care what kind of attorney you are. You're great. You're right there. You, Takapina, you're all the best. Uh, but but why would you ever represent, forget about Harvey Weinstein, I'd almost rep- represent Harvey before Bill. I mean, Bill, I know your president is a real scumbag. Why would you do, uh, represent uh, Bill de Blasio? Why? Um, because they're actually, I mean, besides the fact that, I mean, they're going after him for money that he spent on his uh, presidential campaign. But no. way, they're really, they're really why they're doing it, is to go after Eric Adams. They want to tell Eric Adams, you better not be spending any money running for anything else and asking the city to pay for it. And it's this simple. Here's their rule. Their rule is is that if you're the mayor, you're entitled to, to protection all the time. When you go to Italy, like de Blasio was, like de Blasio did on vacation, or if you're campaigning in, uh, in Iowa. But all of a sudden, for the first time, and Rudy Giuliani, who is not a big Bill de Blasio fan, he said to me, Arthur, this is absolute BS what they're doing to this guy. They said, okay, we're going to pay for the police officers, but we're not going to pay for their food, their hotel, and their cars. It's the first time from Ed Koch to, to Giuliani to Dinkins uh, to, 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 to Rudy and, and Bloomberg, they've never done that before. And they did it for the first time to, to de Blasio, not for Bill de Blasio. Okay. They did it to tell Eric Adams, okay. we know you have higher aspirations. Don't think you're going to get protection going around okay. the country. Fair running for I got it. Uh, by the way, his security detail hated his guts, every one of them. I can promise you that that's the truth, Bill de Blasio. Uh, but, but the last thing, you could do this whole audience a huge service. If while you're defending Bill de Blasio, ask him what his wife did with $1.5 billion, Arthur. $1.5 oh, billion. Well, I think your wife, Danielle, is going to ask him that. Listen to me. I mean, there's, there's three cases I want to talk to you about. We can talk about de Blasio, but I think your, your, your listeners will be more involved with this. First of all, one that is not a Supreme Court case, but it's a, it's a big conviction, and it's great for the school kids. Um, the, the feds went after the guy, he was the chief executive officer of, for the Board of Education, Department of Education, regarding the kids' food. His name was Eric Goldstein. And basically, he was convicted as well as the suppliers of the kids' food here in our public schools. So the suppliers of the food was giving this guy money under the table, a lot of money, so that they would win the contract to feed our students, the little boys and girls. They go to PS-185 and PS-102 and Sid. I mean, you should have seen this food. There was metal, pieces of metal in it, pieces of plastic in it. In other words, he, they paid him off. They got the contract. The, the company's name is Soma. They got the contract, and they couldn't handle the contract. It was too much, $40 million. So they were just throwing any kind of junk in our kids' food, bloody chicken, undercooked chicken, oh my God. people choking on stuff. And for one, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the feds, but – 
for once, they did a real good thing, and this guy is going to be sentenced by a very serious judge. But it sends us a message out there. I mean, what kind of a piece of garbage do you have yeah, to be? I agree. I mean, I mean, greed that you're gonna you're gonna let kids choke on on pieces of metal and pieces of plastic in a chicken tender. But the, the packaging said boneless chicken tenders, and then they were bones in it to the point where one of the workers choked on it. They had to do the Heimlich maneuver in the middle of uh, of the cafeteria. So. Kudos for that guy getting convicted. And the other big United States Supreme Court case, which I know your listeners would be happy to hear, is the Supreme Court yesterday, in a unanimous decision written by Justice Alito, said, hey, if you have to give people reasonable religious accommodations. So if a guy on Sunday for the post office, this was the case, says, look, I don't want to work on Sunday. I'll work on Saturday. I'll work on the other six days of the week. But on Sunday, that's my religious day. That's my Sabbath. I don't want to work. If there's a way for them to do it, any this is any business, but as a way to accommodate them without causing, quote, unquote, financial hardship, businesses have to accommodate people's reasonable religious accommodations are unanimous decisions. So the far left on the court, the far right on the court, they all agreed that our religious rights are paramount. And you know what? When I walk into court, Sid, I see too many black kids as defendants. And a lot of that, in my opinion, has a breakdown of the family values and family values and religion are intertwined. I don't care what religion it is. If you're in the synagogue, you're in the mosque, you're in the church. Uh, you know, uh, this is a good ruling, and this this will affect people across the board. So that's wonderful. Now, uh, I, I, agree about- on, I agree with both of those. Uh, I really do. Uh, I agree on both. I think the outcomes were great, and I even agree with your point about young black kids. But before you get to the SCOTUS decision that I love that was passed yesterday because I'm sick and tired of people advancing in this country based on color or creed or sexual preference. I mean, I've had enough. God, it's nauseating. Uh, uh, Frank Morano asked a question this morning, and it's something I'm interested in, too. The uh, Supreme Court is about maybe to decide on another major one today, and that is the case on uh, student loans. Any opinion where that may go which way? I don't. I don't have. I only because you know I try to be accurate when I talk to you. So I have not read uh, both briefs on on both sides. So I, I do not know. I mean, I, here's what I'm happy about about this religious decision is that because un, unlike the affirmative action decision, it's great when the justices agree. And we know we focus on oh, there's the right leaning block and the left leaning block on the Supreme Court. However, the vast majority of cases this uh, term have been unanimous. So it's great that that you know we, we Biden yesterday after the affirmative action decision he gets out that this is a messed up court this is a, I forget what he said a crazy court I think he said which is just a stupid thing for the the chief executive of, of the nation to say about another branch of government especially the Supreme Court of the United States but when you break it down and when people actually look past the headlines. The justices, the justices usually agree because these are legal issues based on statutes or based on prior case law, and that's the way the system is supposed to work. And so it's a good thing. The system is working. But yesterday – here's what's interesting really, Sid, when you dig deep down about yesterday's decision. You have two black members of the court. The, the oldest member of the court – and I don't mean by age. I mean by senior, how long he's been there, Clarence Thomas, and the youngest member of the court – um, Brown Jackson, and they're two black people, and they're two obviously very involved uh, with with this case because it affects black kids, and they take two different tacks. They both grew up in very, um, you know, racially sensitive areas. They, neither one of them grew up with with a silver spoon in their mouth, and basically, 
Clarence says, you know, if you're letting kids into school just because they're black, you know what it does to the kid, the black kid who's supposed to be there, who has the grades, who has the SAT scores? It minimizes their achievement. And I don't believe in fighting racism by being a racist. Right. Because by letting a kid in because they're black instead yep. of white, that's yep. a racist decision. So he goes, how could it be? How could it make sense that we're going to fight racism by being racist? And the, and the, the newest justice really, I mean, they attack each other personally, yeah. not just their ideas. They're yeah. personally going on it. Yeah. I mean, he, he says she still thinks we're locked in this world of slavery and nothing has changed since the uh, hundred years. Of I mean, they're personally beating each other up, which is not a normal yeah. thing. And now you have the two African-American members of the court really attacking each other, which is which is a big deal. But the chief justice, basically what he writes is and he doesn't do this, but he basically quotes Martin Luther King Jr. When he says people should be judged by not by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. That's basically what justice uh, with the chief justice writes is that you should look at everything, including if they write a personal essay and it talks about the hardships of growing up in East New York, et cetera. You know, you can take that into consideration, but you just can't have a statistical checklist that says, okay, black check, black check, black check, Hispanic check, Hispanic check. Oh, whites. No, you can't apply. Look real quick, Sid, one of my dear, dear friends, his daughter graduated poly prep last year, not this past May, last May. Number two in her class at Poly Prep, editor of the Polygon, on the softball team. I think she got a 1580 or 1570 on the SAT. Almost a perfect score. She got two things wrong. She got in nowhere. Dartmouth, wow. Brown, University of Pennsylvania, zero, not one place. Our friend Bruce Sharrett was with me last night. You know what he said? 30 years ago, 36% of the Ivy League population was Jewish. Today, it's less than 7%. He goes, what happened? The, Jew, the Jews got stupid all of a sudden? Yeah, right, exactly. No. 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 So, there, listen, there are certain wrongs that need to be righted. We get it. And the original decision that was overturned, which was written decades ago, in that decision, it said this rule should not be implemented forever. It should be – there yep. should be a sunset yep. provision of it. And we've come to that sunset provision of it. And the last thing that's important legally – which was a little bit of a twist. The, the chief justice who wrote the opinion said, we will make an exception for the military, for West Point, for Annapolis, because that's where the officers come out. The leadership of our military comes out. And it is so important that they reflect the colors of the nation as leaders that we will allow them to say, OK, we got 10 whites, 10 blacks, 10 Asians, 10 Hispanics. And then and, and we're good and, and eliminate people who may have higher test scores or may have better qualifications just based on race. Yep. But, it, you know, it was a very big decision. Agreed. And a good one. Uh, 60 seconds to go out there. I had uh, attorney Jason Goldman on yesterday. He was the attorney for Jordan Williams. Yep, who uh, know. You know. Brooklyn uh, DA. Former Brooklyn DA. Correct. Broke with Eric Gonzalez. Now he's got an office in Joe Takapina's office. He got uh, the kid off who was defending himself and his girlfriend, uh, Jordan Williams, which was good. But on the same day, my buddy Thomas Kniffel will join me at 945 this morning. He's got Daniel Penny in court, and Penny is facing 15 years. Everybody seems to think Kniff and Razor will get the win, and Penny will walk away. 30 seconds or less, what do you think? 
it's you're in two two different boroughs, Sid, and, and all, without making a joke, there is a difference between the people who live in Brooklyn and the people who live in Manhattan and the standards that they hold people to. There was a Brooklyn grand jury who probably a little more blue collar, ride the trains more. They they get more uh, of these people in their face. They can relate to the act of self defense. The people in Manhattan who are taking their Ubers all over the place. They they may have a different perspective on things. Oh, that you can't you can't minimize. Well, but you talk about the people. Just to start with the DAs, there's a big difference between Eric Gonzalez and Alvin Bragg. No, no, yeah, but they both charge him with the same thing. They both charge a man too. Eric Gonzalez put the case in the grand jury with man two and, and possession of a weapon, and the grand jury blew it out. Eric yep. Gonzalez didn't say I'm not I'm not prosecuting right, him. Right. The people of the grand jury said it, and Alvin Bragg charged Penny with the same thing. There's also a big difference with the video. The video for Penny, you don't see. Uh, the deceased um, acting like a nut job. You just see him basically being uh, the life being drained out of him. Right. In the in the Brooklyn case, you see the guy beating the heck out of him and his girlfriend, and and so you know you, you actually see the, the violence. And there was physical contact in the Brooklyn case before the defendant acted. Whereas in Penny's case, the guy was screaming and acting like a nut job, but he hadn't punched anyone in the face yet. And I think that would be a factor that a grand juror may look at. All right. But, 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 but Kniff is, is the best, man. He's very handsome. He is very handsome. And he uh, served this country proudly. Look who's talking about handsome. Uh, you're great every time. And today was really great, Arthur. So thank you so much. Enjoy the 4th of July. Terrific job. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Kisses to the whole family, especially your mother. You, <laughs> I will. I love you, Artie. Thank you. Great defense attorney, Arthur Rydala. That wraps up a really good two hours, folks. And Judge George Grasso, Curtis Sliwa, Andrew Giuliani, and Arthur Idala. If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GoboLaw.com. Gobble Law, where winning is no accident.